Hey, I'm Obi, that's Ed, and we are Drinking from the Garden Hose, your new favorite podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, be it Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, Apple Podcasts. Remember, wherever you are, if you can like us and leave comments, we'd love to hear them. If you know us, you can find us on uh, all of the various social medias, especially Twitter and Insta. Go ahead, comment there. We love feedback, Ed especially likes it. And then we can react and make the show better. Thanks to your help and your input. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well, OB. I did get some more feedback over the weekend. Oh, you uh, did? Yep. And uh, this feedback also included me bullying you. Uh, and and the feedback was around our, you know, our outtake episodes. And uh, this individual couldn't understand when the outtake episode ended. They, they thought the episode ended with me in mid-sentence. And they thought it was your way of getting back at me for bullying you. So that was the feedback I got. That was it. I was like, shut up, Ed. Boom. That's right. Stop bullying me. Your kid's right. You bully me. Stop. Yes. This this time it wasn't your kid, though, was it? No. No. We both know this individual. I was also also getting pumped for the next Tesla episode. Uh, Apparently, there's a whole storyboard uh, already written for the next Tesla episode. And I said, I'm not sure our audience wants to hear another Tesla episode, but let's talk about something else. And so maybe NASCAR, you know, I think that's something I could complain about and uh, we could learn a little bit about NASCAR. So oh, or that could be in the future. Or he and I could debate NASCAR versus F1. Oh, we could talk about that. Yeah. talk about that. So that could be a future episode uh, and we could get that story boarded out as well. So there's a very Whoa. willing participant who is begging to be back on the podcast. Excellent. Excellent. So now we've covered your weekend. Were you at a cookout while all this was going on? Well, you know, I so it was, Memo- it was Memorial Day weekend, right? So I, I unfortunately, I wasn't really at any cookouts, but I just was thinking, you know, it's that season now, like the official kickoff of summer. People were, you know, driving through the neighborhood. There was lots of cars, you know, parked on the side of the street, double parked while they're unloading their coolers and stuff, you know, just some nuisance. And I was just thinking to myself, like the cookout, like, We've all been to cookouts. We've all hosted cookouts. And almost every cookout we go to is different. Like everyone has their way of doing it. And I just thought it would be a good idea to like kind of jump into that because we all have gone to cookouts and said, uh, boy, they're they're freaking weird <laughs> how they how they do that. So I yeah. want to talk about that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. OK. Now I understand where you're coming from. And absolutely. Because there's that one guy or three guys who likes to serve the hockey puck hamburger. That's my absolute least favorite guy. Like, just because nobody told you they wanted one to take off the grill, take them off the grill. Just don't burn them because nobody wants a fresh burger that they can beat somebody with like it's a rock instead of a slightly cooled burger that still has juice in it. So that, that's my number one pet peeve for visiting someone's house. Take the burgers off. Please. All right, so your so your number one pet peeve is is the burgers. My my number one pet peeve. So it's interesting how you evolve over life, right? Like, so back my number one pet peeve when I was younger would be the guy, and it all it doesn't revolve around the hamburgers either. By the way, it all revolves around the beverages, right? So the number one pet peeve was when I was younger would you know you show up and the guy doesn't have enough beer for you, right? It's like, dude, did you realize how many people you invited and that the six pack isn't going to cut it, right? So right. So there was that, right? And then you get a little older. And then you start showing up and you're like, this dude is a selfish mother effer 
because he's buying just what he drinks, right? Which is, you know, name a beer that you don't like, and that's what this guy's drinking, right? So then you get to the point where you got to bring your Coors own. Light. It could be Coors Light, could be Bud Dry, or whatever, right? But so, but the, so then you're like, shit. There's nothing to drink at this this barbecue. Then you get to the point where you just start bringing your own beer. But that, now you start questioning, like, all right, so when I roll up with a twelve pack, are people going to think something of me, right? Or if you roll up with a six pack, but then you're the guy that rolls up with a six pack of really good beer. And then all the other guys are like, Oh, I'm drinking that. So the next thing you know, your six pack that you brought, you got one of because five other guys took the other five. And now you're back to drinking that course light or whatever. So, but then you're the lush that shows up with a case. So that, that's what I really, every time I go to a cookout, it's all about, okay, what's the drinking situation? Uh, you know, so we used to have a pretty big cookout. And um, during that time, I was lucky enough to have a connection from Amheuser-Busch. And so I would have a few cases of different things, some good, some Budweiser. But what I did discover about cookouts in adulthood is if you tell people, you know, we're going to have food, you should probably bring, you know, make sure you bring your own adult beverages just to be sure. People are happy to bring adult beverages, and then you end up with enough beer to last you to the next cookout. So maybe I am a little selfish in that way, but I'd be like, I have enough beer for everybody, but you might want to bring your own. And I'd still end up with more than what I started with. Uh, because if you encourage people to do it, then they don't feel bad bringing the 12 pack, even though they're only an eight beer person. And you make out. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point. I think that's again, that's part of the evolution. Like, I think that makes the most sense. Like, look, I'm having a cookout. I'm hosting it. I'm going to take care of all the food. Right. I, you know, fine. You want to bring an appetizer. You want to bring a dessert. That's great. But I, I got the entrees. I got the burgers, the dogs or the London broil or the chicken, whatever we're going to do. I got that. Don't worry about it. But bring bring what you're drinking, because that way you, you, you to your point, you're going to have enough. Right. Because if you show up with a six pack and you go in on it and you're going to drink 12, you're going to go on a bender. Well, that's on you. Right. So I, and then you're going to bring the right stuff. And then if everyone knows to bring the beer, they can all bring what they want to drink. And so when you bring your six pack, you don't have to worry about those five guys going after your, your other five. Right. And to your point, everyone always brings more because you don't want to run out. So as the host, you get to walk away with some extra beer. So yeah. I think that's a great point. I'd love to know what other people listening, if they, if that's what they do or, or how they, if they do it old school style, but I know old school style, people run out of beer. If you say, I got all the beer, you don't need to bring anything. That's just a recipe for disaster. I, I think that's the biggest mistake. When people ask me what they bring, I'm always like, so I'm like, I, I that you literally described how we used to do our cookout. Cause it was, we we're going to have enough crabs for everybody. It was a crab boy. I promise you that. Plus there's usually enough burgers and hot dogs unless we really get uh, attacked by uh, more people saying coming than say they're coming. Uh, we'll have a couple beers, but if really, you know, sides, beers, and dessert, that, that's where I'm lacking. And most people bring both, you know, a side or a dessert, which they don't bring enough for everybody for either of them, but that's fine. And then plenty of beer, which is just magnificent. Or wine, And then the winos get to bring wine, and the, the whiskey drinkers get to bring whiskey. They're not worried, do you have my favorite? And then it gets shared and everybody's happy. And then you just, the thing is, when you bring the Coors Light, don't go drinking the new hot beer of the season because you've never had any and everyone else brought it. 
You brought the course Light, drink the course Light first. That that's that's just sort of the rule. Oh, that's definitely the rule. And I then then so then the food. I think you know you you talked about the, about the grill, right? So there's all those different types of of uh, guys that operate the grill, right? So you got the guy who wears the apron, right? I think that's if you're. It, I, I don't know if you're having a cookout with your buddies over and you're putting an apron on. I don't know. I might not be your friend anymore. I just. Oh, and the show is over. No more drinking from the garden hose. Because I got the nice apron. Usually says something funny on it. Absolutely. I'm a- yeah, so so let's talk about that, Obi. Why are you wearing the apron? Why am I wearing the apron? I am wearing the apron because I put the apron on when I'm doing the first round of cooking. And when you take the apron off, people don't go, hey, are there more hamburgers or hot dogs? Because they know. There must not be. You're not wearing your apron anymore. That's number one. Number two, when you are doing things like crab boils, turkey fries, uh, there is some dirt that's like hot liquid that gets splashed over. And my mine was actually pretty strong with uh, suede. It was a nice, tough suede. So you protect yourself a little bit. So that's why I wore an apron. Sends a signal. He's not wearing the apron. Like, I'll never say, oh, I'm not wearing the apron. I'm not going to go put some more burgers on. But uh, people pick up on it. You know, people are uh, smart. All right, Obi. So you, I just learned something. So I'm not trying to kiss your ass just to keep this podcast going. I did. You just did teach me something. So if you're doing the crab boil or the turkey, right, I get it. You're going to make a mess. So I, that's not the, the guy I'm talking about with the apron. I'm talking about the guy who's just doing burgers and dogs on the, on the grill wearing wearing the apron right i just think there's something wrong with that however you did just give me a perspective there that is a very clear delineation of when i'm working the grill and when i'm not working the grill whereas if i just wear my normal clothes you're right it's free game i'm cooking the whole freaking time it's a good point yeah it's it's just little things you know another one that my wife likes is uh so i don't know if this was intentional or she grew into it so let's say we say the cookout starting at three o'clock my wife makes you know we'll say cookout starting at three food will be on around 4 30 whatever that that is right we'll start before the food's on if you sh- basically that means for everyone who shows up before the food she's got work for them to do oh you're here early great why don't you help with the tables why don't you help with and apparently this is actually good etiquette she's she's shown me enough to back it up because the people who get there early they don't it's usually if you look it's either a the people who are closest to you, like the people you would be having dinner with anyway, or going out to the movies with anyway, and the people who don't really know anybody else there. So that helps the people who don't know anybody else there get to meet people. Is really the trick on that one. Well, I just can't believe you took slave labor and turned it into like etiquette. 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 Now that that is probably the most interesting twist I've heard. So. Again, I don't think I'm actually going to go to your house for a cookout because I don't want to. If, if you're inviting me over and I'm bringing my own beer, I don't want to do any work. That's why I'm coming to your house. Otherwise, I would have hosted the damn cookout. Well, just don't and, show up on time. Show up on time for the food, not on time. So when if, with my invite, you're going to tell me, hey, Ed, we're having a cookout at 3, but the food's not till 4.30. And I'm supposed to decipher that I show up at 4.30? No, you're supposed to decide, do I want to show up to hang out before the food or am I coming for the food? Because if I'm having a cookout and you come just for the food, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but you do realize if you're having a cookout at your house and you you tell me it starts at three, I'm coming to drink beers in your backyard. That's what I'm really coming to do. And I might eat food while I'm there. 
Okay, so you know what? I, I, I've, I, I've been corrected. We don't say that the times are separate, by the way. I've just learned that. I just realized that because uh, I'm looking. It, we just say 3 o'clock. But my wife being my wife actually turns out that she's always running late and food usually doesn't get served to 3.30. But she still, so she still sets up like she's going to get the food out and have people who come early have stuff to do. It's for people who truly come early. You know, if you're 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 not the first, if you're not the first person at the party, you don't have to worry. That's for those first five, six people who show up, who always say, "What can I do?" But yeah, don't come until like ten minutes late, fifteen minutes late. All right. Also, you know, you know who my wife is. She's never on time. I with my wife's like the the cookout could be done. People are going to bed, and I've had people in my wife's family show up. <laughs> so Obi, I, I think that what I what I learned is if I ever do get invited to your house, I'm gonna and I get there and there's no other cars, I'm just gonna stay in my car. That's there. That's what you have learned. If you show up early, you know. For instance, though, if you were to show up early, I'd be like, "Hey, Sam, the hoop is in the driveway still. Why don't you pull it out so you can and you can play." Because it's yeah. the driveways where the cookout's happening most of the time. And Sam, of course, is going to want to shoot hoops because I know enough about her. You know, and she'd be like, all right, all right. So, you know, see, I didn't have to bring it out because I knew someone was coming to play basketball. Make them put it out. So maybe it is slave labor. Yeah. All right. So we got the apron. We talked about the hockey pucks. All right. Let's talk a little bit about condiments. All right. Okay. Ketchup on a hot dog. Your thoughts. Un-American. See, I'm definitely never coming to your house because I'm all about ketchup on a hot dog. Oof. Oof. Nope. I don't even really like ketchup on my burgers. I'm not a no. big fan of ketchup, but on the hot dog, that's like the sin. Mustard. You can put ketchup if you have mustard, maybe, but no, no. So you're no ketchup on the on the hot dog. And you're you you just you just said out loud on a podcast that millions of people are li- gonna listen to at some point, maybe not right away, but eventually. I'm getting canceled. That that you actually don't even want ketchup on your burger now. Not really. No, I I I, uh, I prefer other condiments over ketchup on my burger. All right, can let's talk about those condiments. And so, what, what's your burger look like? So my my burger is uh, I'm gonna get lettuce. Some nice sautéed onions that are cooked inside, not on the grill. Uh, maybe some rush, mushrooms, avocado, and then I'm gonna go slab on the big white gooey stuff. If I'm putting anything on it, it's usually mayo. All right, but no ketchup on your burger. Not, not often. No, I mean, it's, what about yeah, cheese? I'm, are you going oh, cheese? Yeah. Oh, cheese, cheese. And, and you go? Are you going American cheese? Or are you gonna go cheddar cheese at your cookout? What are you? What are you doing there? So if you come to my cookout, we usually have three cheeses that we let you choose from. Uh, we usually have a sharp cheddar, a Munster, and an American. Sometimes more. I personally like the Munster over the cheddar is the way I, I like to roll. Real nice sharp cheddar with the Munster to give you that creaminess. Now, if I if I show up early, do I slice the cheese? Is that part of my duties? Or is that pre-sliced cheese? If you're coming from now on, we're gonna get a, we're gonna go buy a slicer and a block of cheese. But for everybody else, it's <laughs> we buy pre-sliced from the deli, not right. not in plastic, not plastic wrapped, deli sliced. Okay, all right. 
So no catch up. All right. So let's go with some sides here. Are you a uh, are you a corner on the cob guy at your cookouts? Yes. Yes. But definitely corner on the cob. And we do it multiple ways depending upon the depending upon our mood. There's the typical boiled. Uh, if we have lots of time, what we'll do is we'll peel down the um, the husk, take out the string, and put the husk back on, and then grill it in the husk without the strings. That makes a very nice corn on the cob. I guess that's the only two way we do it. I guess sometimes nothing and then just grilling it. But yeah, yeah, definitely corn on the cob with butter. All right, uh, baked potato. You ever bring the baked potato out the cookout? Not at the cookout. No. Okay. Not really, not the cookout, no, because that's an inside cooked food. All right, I'll and it's not a day before cooked food like a, a potato salad. All right, now, what about you, what? Yeah, okay, go for it. Ask me your question. You, are you a are you one of those people who put the raisins in the potato salad or the macaroni salad or any salad other than fruit salad? First of all, raisins shouldn't go anywhere. Like ra- people shouldn't even eat raisins. The whole concept of a raisin is kind of backwards, right? Like. Yeah, let's dry like a fruit out and then call it something different and actually eat that shit. Like why like I don't get it. Like so why would you put raisins in anything? I will give raisins one defense. We're going to take a slight left turn here. Raisins in honey nut cheerios is is the masterpiece. But otherwise, yeah, raisins are just I'd rather have grapes. I think raisins are, are only there because people discovered that as a as, you know, like before suppositories were built, right? I mean, I think it's all about bowel movements at that point, right? I, I mean, why I think, are, it, I think why it was it more like I think it was more like we have all these grapes, we can't eat them, but when they get dried out, we can still eat them. So we'll we'll eat dried grapes because they're not killing us. Yeah, that's I think really- that's I think that's stupid too because they could have made wine out of those grapes before they dried out. So I, I don't understand how the grapes ever dried out in the first place. So. Anyway, so we got off topic there a little bit with raisins. So no, no raisins in potato salad, right? So I'm not even like a real potato salad. Like, actually, I'll go with a potato salad over an egg salad or a macaroni salad, to be honest with you. Like potato salad would be would be my best there. But you know what I like a lot at an outdoor cookout? I, I'm a real big fan, and I know you have to prepare it ahead of time, but a deviled egg. I like deviled eggs. Deviled egg. See, again, that's ahead of time, not in the oven the day of, which right. is what the baked potato No, deviled eggs are. You 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 always make sure you have one person on your invite list who you don't when they say what do you want, what do I bring? You don't go, oh, whatever you want, unless you know they're always a deviled egg person. Like, you know what I mean? Like you need that deviled egg friend for sure. Absolutely. Oh, you oh, you know, you make them deviled eggs all right. Yeah. Then you eat eight of them. Oh. Yes. All right. So I think we went anything else on food with the cookout? Like what are, uh, cause there's some other things we got to get to on the cookouts, but well, what else? We, I sound like we're really t- talking about a nice barbecue grill type situation. Not uh, so yeah. yeah, we're not, we're not going into the whole smoker and going crazy there type situation. So what else you got? We've covered, Oh, we've covered adult beverages, but on the food, I don't know if you count on the food, the non adult beverages. So for kids, some adult, some adults like non-alcoholic beverages on a cookout. Maybe they they've stopped drinking, or they're real healthy, or they've stopped drinking, or they're designated driving. I don't know. They've don't never know. they've never been in my backyard, Obi. I don't know those people. Okay, 
All right. So I don't have to ask you if it's diet cola or regular cola because your house does no cola. Yeah, I think you go with water. I think you got water and you get juice boxes, right? Juice boxes for the kids or any adult who wants to stoop to that level. And I think you get water and you just call it a day at that. And if somebody really wants soda at a at a barbecue, I think they got to bring it themselves. That's kind of how I look at it. Okay. All right. But I think you go with water. But so then then there's the outdoor activities, right? So games, long games. You got what are you, you you playing bocce, you playing jarts, what are you playing? You playing cornhole, quakes, there's some other games out there. What are you what are you playing in your backyard? Well, I'm a little old school. Although I've picked up cornhole, I still love it when somebody has the horseshoe pitch out there. When somebody has a nice wooden box, like where they play horseshoes, and that's what they do at that house. They got the wood out and the stake. That that's my absolute favorite. When somebody is dedicated to the horseshoes, and you go there and the pit's set up and, and it's ready to roll. All right. So you're a horseshoe guy. It's not very about- good, but it's my favorite of the of the games. I'm actually better at cornhole, but I like horseshoes more. All right. What about for the kids? Do you, do you do water balloons? you ever get that going? Water guns? So uh, what we used to do at our annual cookout, because we were crazy, is we would rent a water slide. So we nice. would have a, a blow-up water slide. That's what we would rent. And my kids would usually use their allowance to go buy the, uh, the 100 water balloons you fill up at once thing. Yep. Have those packed around the house. So we were all about the water. We usually did it uh, what would be the equivalent of next week. No, two weeks from now. My buddy down the street, he did the weekend after Memorial Day. We did two weekends after Memorial Day. They go to ours, we go there, whatever. Um, so that was the uh, the what we did, the water slide for the kids, which was a big hit. It'd be up. The neighbors would see. We'd invite the neighbors' kids over. It was a good time to meet some of the neighbors. So, yeah. All right. So water, I think you got to go water. What about music? Uh, you the type of guy, music, that you're annoying your neighbors? Any music at all? And who's the DJ? Uh, we do not usually go music uh, when we do ours. Um, but uh, so no one DJs at my parties. In the old, uh, there was once or twice when my aunt showed up, my wife's aunt to be precise, and she would get out the line dancing music sometimes. But uh yeah, not really a big music coming from my house type party. All right. I, I Here, I think this. If you're going to have music at your party, whoever's party it is gets to be the DJ. That's the rules, right? I um, think so. I think so. If someone else wants to come in, well, look, you're the cook. No one touches your grill. No one touches your music. I mean, if you, if you right. want to have special dispensation because you know somebody's good at it, fine. But otherwise, no. It's all That's you. right. And nobody touches your beer because it's your house. So right. last last thing, Obi, fireworks or no fireworks? Well, I know how you feel about fireworks, and I live in New Jersey, so we don't really get to do fireworks until very recently. We got the stay on the ground. Everything's like a Roman candle firework that we can launch in New Jersey, um, but they're not loud, and I usually do those whenever I feel like it, it doesn't have to be a cookout. So okay. I'm like... Uh, I live in a very wooded area. I can't even if I wanted to really launch fireworks. So, so these people here where I live, right? And and by the way, fireworks are not legal here either. I mean, the stay on the ground are are legal, but people get their hands on it. And I think anytime 
uh, I think the rule, I think the unwritten rule where I live is anytime two non-living households come together, like if they don't live together. So anytime you have somebody come over to your house, you have to shoot off fireworks, like really loud ones that you see at Disney um, because they are constantly going off in my neighborhood from about now, Memorial Day weekend, right through Labor Day. Every weekend, it's every time somebody has a cookout, there's fireworks. And the other thing about that is they start around like five o'clock in the afternoon. So they start before it's even dark, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, I know that's a problem for you and where you live. I do not have that issue at all. Um, I am the I'm not gonna say I'm the only firework person because my fireworks aren't particularly loud. So if everyone else is using the same fireworks I am as often as I am, you know, you're not really gonna hear it. Um so I don't think we have that issue All right. here. All right, and last thing. So we know that if you show up early to your party, uh, you get put to work. How do you end your party? How's the night end? Do you get kicked out? Uh, or do people just leave? Do you just go to bed while people are still outside? Talk to me about how the end of the cookout goes. My wife goes to bed. And people know she's gone. So then her invitees leave and it's only left to my invitees and they are like wait a second when did this become a non-family party it's now just three dudes from work and uh you know it just kind of ends on time that's why we like to start earlier in the day um i will say uh, the guy i was talking about earlier who had a had a habit of killing a burger his party's never ended. Like we could, we could talk about his party. He's gonna, he's gonna recognize who he is based on this one story. I think I may have told it before. Your brother is gonna have a heart attack when he hears this story. If I, I think, like I said, we told it before. But he used to have a fire pit, and then yeah, we talked about fire pits, and then throw the yeah. kerosene on the fire. Um, so that that was that, and that was like kind of the sign, like. If you want to stay safe, it's time to go home. <laughs> right. When the kerosene comes out, it's time to leave. Otherwise, you're going to be a witness to something that you don't right. want to be. You don't want to but, be a witness to, right? Right. But otherwise, I've been like, I, he had one uh, cookout that I, I most distinctly remember staying to the absolute end of because I did not go with my wife. I went with a buddy of mine. He had the cookout and he was having a UFC fight on a nice 90-inch projector TV. Um, and so that, that, that one went on and on and on. I know when the fight ended, that's how the, the, the night ended, but, and by the way, to defend him, since if he's listening, he knows who he is. Hopefully he's still listening. He also roasts a full pig on a spit at these parties. Now that he doesn't forget about that is magnificent. Does have a problem with it, but the pig on the spit magnificent and that's a full day you. Invest- you know who you are and that's a full day investment because you got to start early in the morning with, yeah. with sometimes the night before with those pigs yeah. just to get them just right for the time of your party so yeah. so it's good stuff all right so i think we've covered it all obi on the on the cookouts uh we talked uh about what uh what we like what we don't and how your cookouts work so hopefully people listening to us can can relate or can yell at us that we don't know what the hell we're doing so Right. Yeah. Trust me. My cookouts are good. I'll, I'll stand on that. Of course, I don't do them anymore. But if I had another cookout, making ribs next time. Nice. All right.
All right. So with that, I guess we're going to end this episode and try to segue me in. And I totally just missed it. This has well, been. We do suck. And that is the charm. The charm is that we suck because we can't even say our saying right. <laughs> I'm Obi. That said, we're drinking from the garden hose. Talk to you in a couple of weeks.